What's up, guys? Thanks for listening in again on The Shatler Show. This is Kevin Clem doing another intro. This week we got to speak with Matt Eversoll, who's uh, best known for creating Tilt Mode Army videos and uh, enjoys Bag of Suck. We got to talk about getting into skateboarding, injuries he's experienced, traveling, getting into filming, uh, creating Tilt Mode, getting balloons stuffed in his nose by a doctor to unblock his energy, what he's been up to recently, helping create the cellar door, doing a parasite cleanse, parenting, and much more. Um, if you're listening on uh, YouTube or uh, not Spotify, unfortunately, for some reason the links don't work on Spotify, but um, iTunes as well, uh, the iTunes and YouTube link works, uh, so if you go to the description of this, you'll be able to click the links I'm about to mention, um, so you can shop on the Cellar Door at thecellardoor.com, uh, go follow the Cellar Door on their Instagram at uh, instagram.com slash thecellardoor, um, check out Tilt Mode Army on Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash tiltmodearmy. And uh, if you got a small brand and want to sell on the cellar door, give an email to matt at thecellardoor.com and they'll see what they can do for you. Um, just a couple quick things to shout out before the episode starts. All I Need Fall Brawl Skate Contest is happening at the Edge Indoor Skate Park on Saturday, September 8th, 2018. It's going to be three jam format divisions, 14 and under, 15 and over, and a ladies jam. If you live in the area, be sure to come down and check it out. Um, and you can also click the link uh, that follows that little paragraph in the description to uh, get to the pre-registry for it on uh, All I Need Skate's Big Cartel page. Um, be sure to check out All I Need Skate's uh, social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at All I Need Skate. The best way to support the Shetler Show is to subscribe, comment, and rate us on iTunes. And for shops who want to carry and support All I Need, our products can be found through Eastern Skate Supply, and the link for that will be in the description. And finally, just be sure to check out allineedskate.com. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments my life then these great moments would never be as great as they have been honestly like for me i just loved it like i saw those dudes i saw those videos and i was like holy fuck this is sick yeah this is what i want to do We talked before. We kind of did a podcast without recording one the other day, or like a week or two ago. Time flies, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. But I was telling you then, I was like, we should probably just start at the top with, like, how'd you get into skating? What was the first thing that sparked your interest? Oh, man. Okay. That's a long time ago. <laughs> so. How old are you? I, I, I'm 43 right now. Nice. Congrats. You made it. Yeah, I keep making it. Keep making it <laughs> older and older. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
when I was a kid, I just remember like I just remember seeing you know other people skating and think it was the coolest thing ever. Uh, there wasn't one thing that just like stood out, but I just remember like I, I remember hitting my mom and just being like, "I want to skateboard so bad, so bad! Like I'll do anything for it." And she finally got me and my brother a skateboard, but they were like really like flea market boards, like they barely made it down the driveway. But we would take them apart and paint them and put them back together and you know like we would ride those for a while but it never really like wasn't that fun because like the wheels didn't roll good and so I didn't really it didn't really like spark me off but I remember like meeting a couple guys in like seventh grade that skated and I thought they they were the they were the fucking coolest and uh I became friends with them and so like I think right like during the summer between eighth grade or seventh grade and eighth grade, like I met these like hooligans that skated that just broke into houses and they were like they were bad. But I started kind of cruising around with them and they were probably fun though. Let's be honest, they were fun. They taught me how to steal like candy bars from Seven Eleven and liquor stores and shit. Nice. And then, uh, like I think one of them gave me a, I think it was a cloth grab keyboard, and so that was like my first board it had indies and OJs and. I was like, cool, this is better than my ninja board, I think it was. But that was, like, my first board. and But I remember, like, they ended up robbing my house, and <laughs> so I didn't hang with them anymore. Yeah, not uh, fun, not fun anymore. Yeah, so, but I remember, like, when I went to, when I started eighth grade, like, I hung with those dudes that skated. Like, they were so good at jump ramps, and, like, they became my, my buddies, and, and then that, like, and then having, like, a real board to skate with them, like, I was like, okay, I'm in. That was it. Like, yeah. that started me on, started me on my path of skateboarding. And what was, what was that, the name of the board you got? It was a Santa Cruz Claus Grabke. What's, oh, Claus, like the hand? Klaus. Klaus oh. Grabke. Is that the pronoun? Yeah. I've actually yeah. heard, I think I, I know who that is, but that's sick. He shredded? Yeah, he was a, he was a vert dude from, like... The Netherlands or Norway—I don't know, somewhere in Europe, I think. He wasn't—he wasn't like—he wasn't like super hard on my radar, but I remember seeing him in, in Santa Cruz videos back then. Yeah. And I was just like, "This dude's pro. I'm like, this board is better than my ninja. Like, I'm in." <laughs> what did what did those guys end up stealing from your house? All kinds of just random dumb shit. I ended up. Uh, Dicks. Yeah, they just they they just got in my house. They stole some jewelry, like took took apart skateboards and stole like bearings out of them, and like like just dumb stuff. But yeah, they were they were bad news. I think they all ended up in jail at some point. Yeah, where well, where do you go from there? Then you lose your crew because they're fucking hooligans. Then where do you go from there? They weren't really my crew. I just hung with them a little bit. Um, but then that got me into. Like, I skated with the, those guys that I mentioned that were, like, they were really good at jump ramps. And, like, jump ramps were, like, kind of phasing out at the time. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I got to learn how to do this. Um, I had a buddy that skated, like, that, that was on my soccer team, and we started hanging out a lot. And uh, he had a jump ramp, and it was pretty big. And so he was good at it. So I was like, all right, you got to teach me this. And I went for it. I was just, he's a, he's, his advice was just pull back really hard. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I went as fast as I could at it, push, 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 grabbed, uh, grabbed Melon, and just yanked back, and basically did a flip, and landed on my arm, and snapped it in half. Oh, fuck. And I was just like, just picked myself up, and walked into his house, and 
Uh, <laughs> look at my noodle so arm. Like, look at my noodle arm. Mom. Yeah, it looks like it looked like when you bend your wrist all the way down, but like in the middle of my you know, between my wrist and my floor or my elbow. Disgusting. So yeah, that was uh but that didn't stop me. Like I, you know, got a cast on and then just kept skating. My mom was pissed. Yeah. Like she was like, You're over it, you're done. Yeah. But I would just go slappy curbs and in a cast all day long. That's sick. Does that thing really get itchy? I've never really had a cast. Oh, dude, it was the worst. I would uh, take a coat hanger and slide it down there and just scratch the shit out of it. And yeah. it smelled so bad. And then when I, I eventually, like, I cut it lower. The doctor was like, don't do that. Like, I cut it lower. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. Because it was up to my armpit. Damn, that's so a like, full arm cast. Like, Yeah, it was gnarly. It was like, it was like one of those, I think it was a plaster, like, gnarly heavy one. So then I cut it past my elbow, so I just had like a wrist cast for a while, and then I cut it all the way off, and it was like way tougher. My arm was like, my arm was like crazy, like uh, like atrophied, you know. So it didn't have like my muscle was all gone. Yeah, it was all pale and it was all hairy. <laughs> but it came right back, like it, you know, like not that long. Yeah, you got to strengthen that thing back up. Rehab time. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, but I, I ended up breaking my arms like so many times after like just, you know, like fracturing elbows and fra or fracturing my wrists a couple times. Like I've had, I've broken both of my arms like a bunch of times, but that was the worst one. Gnarly. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really broken a bone. I've hurt like uh, ligaments. I tore my ACL. That sucked, but I don't oh, think. that's I, not good. I had a broken toe for sure, but never like a whole, a full on like gnarly one, like where you have a noodle arm broken toe like was it your big toe no no small like middle next to the pinky one that one just oh, like okay. uh so painful takes forever too yeah that sucks yeah jumping down shit but whatever that happened um ankles shit like that you know what's what's up with your acl did you get like the a cadaver no i just like tore it when i was younger and i just never got it fixed oh really yeah so i still don't even have one. Oh shit yeah that's not good no i mean it works. Yeah, I can skate, but like you know, Fun there's through it. <laughs> you just say <laughs> sometimes it hurts, sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's it's not. It's just part something you get used to when you do it early. You know, I built up my muscles really strong too on that leg. I did a lot of rehab myself. You know, that's good. Yeah, muscles, having strong muscles is good for you. I did get a scope. I got a scope eventually, and they cleaned it out, and it felt like brand new again. I was like, this is sick. Oh, that's what fixed you then, huh? Yeah, it helped. It helped. I can, like, still skate. Like, I feel like I'm still learning tricks, which is kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. Not every... ACL seems like it's a common, a really common skateboard injury. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. All you can do is kind of, like, go slow and just learn how to bail safely and then just, like, know your limits, you know? Like, I remember I just hurt mine down some stairs, like, just something that was a little too big for me, you know? For I, did, I I I uh, hyperextended my knee. I think it was a bail in an old four one one or some shit. Nice, you were in a four one one. That's sick. Yeah, I've been in four. I've been I've had a couple clips in, in four like the first couple four one ones, but That's yeah, awesome. that bail like it was like this big set of stairs for back then. Yeah, I was just like fuck it, I'm gonna go for it. My friend was filming, and I was just I'm just gonna go for it. But the ground up top was like rotten asphalt. Yeah. Like so, I'm pushing and it's like on gravel. Gnarly. And my board just kind of, kind of shifting, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go for it anyways." And I just jumped off my board and like landed straight leg, and it bounced me backwards. Gnarly. 
Yeah, I could like that day. I remember I went and skated like the rest of the day, but like I was like, dude, something's wrong with my knee. Yeah. And then after that, it just swelled up and I couldn't bend it. Yeah. And so I went to the doctor and they were just like, you need to not skate on this thing for a while. <laughs> it's got to be on ice. They're just like, yeah, they need some anti-inflammatory and some pain pills. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty the, typical. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I do like a lot of skateboard lessons nowadays, and like I always just try to think like, what's this? St- how can we learn this at a safe level so we can get through the fun foundation, build up a good foundation, and not get hurt? You know? Cause, yeah, that's pr- that's pretty important to to survive and last last the test of time. Yeah, yeah. Because even when you get like dudes that skate into their sixties or seventies, they're losing tricks at that point. You know. <laughs> That's always been my goal. Like I remember, like nice. okay, don't don't get hurt, because I want to keep doing this while I'm when I'm old. Yeah. You know, and so far, like I'm I'm there. You know, like I'm I'm still here and I'm still shredding. I'm still trying to. Yeah. A lot of injuries, but whatever. Yeah. No, I agree. You just gotta adjust your approach, and you gotta like work. You never people fight their styles too. Sometimes you know, like I've done that in the past. It's like don't try to try to just. Go with your style, you know. Don't fight it. Oh, my style sucks. So I've always fought in it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we were just watching your footage. You were shredding, dude. What were we watching? Uh, it was um, bonus footage from tilt, one of the Tilt Mode videos. You, you went overseas. One. You were definitely in was, Russia. I think you had a clip in it. I've never been to Russia, but I'd love to go there. Or maybe it's just the architecture. When you went overseas? Um, yeah, I've been. I've been all over the world. Like I would go on a lot of trips and. And to go film other people and then oh, that's sick. you know like sometimes we'd be like hey here film me do this I want to get some too and yeah but or sometimes we've, we've gone on like a bunch of trips like we would get the homies together and be like let's go to Barcelona and rent a you know like get a room and or get an apartment and just stay there for a couple weeks and we'd always we'd always try and get something going like that you know like what we were doing when tilt mode was hot and heavy we were and we were all young and party mode like we were just like Let's fucking do whatever. Yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah. So how did that? How did that form? Like tilt mode, the first video. Um. Okay. So. Way back in the day. <clears throat> this, this is you know like when this was before the death lens came out. Yeah. Like it was like the the VX one VX one thousand just came out. My buddy Chris Avery, he was uh he was like the only dude filming in San Jose, but he would only, he was like, he was very reserved, and he would print, he lived with Mark Johnson, nice. and he would film Mark a lot, because Mark would just be like, drag him around, hey, you're gonna do, I'm gonna do this, you film it, and then like, he would film Gershon, you know, every once in a while, because, Mosley, Mosley, because yeah, like, Mark, so and, Mark and Gershon were homies, um, and I remember being like Chris, like 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 when we started skating a lot together. I'd be like, "Hey, Chris, you should film that kid. He's ripping." And Chris would be like, "Ah, I don't know." Or like you know, like like bunch of the homies would be ripping. I'm like, "Chris, point the camera at that dude." And Chris would be like, "I don't know." <laughs> and then I was just like, "Fuck, dude! Like all this ripping is not going noticed." And then I was like, "I'm gonna figure out a way to get a camera." Hell yeah! Because I filmed before. I just never owned a camera. Like I filmed um, a couple of. Uh, Steve Caballero's parts nice. with his camera. Like I lived, with, I lived like I kind of lived with uh, Cab and his wife at the time for a while. Like I had nowhere to go, and they kind of took me in. 
which was awesome of them. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Dude, Cab's the man. <laughs> Hell his, yeah. His, uh, his ex-wife is awesome, too. We're still we're all still friends to this day. It's awesome. But, yeah, they, they took me in. So that's kind of where I got my, like, like, all right, this is how you film. Like, Cab would give me the camera, and I'd just be like, okay, cool, let's go. And I would film him. But then, like, when I, when I really was, like, when I was watching Chris – Avery and he wasn't filming these dudes I was like fuck dude I'm gonna get a camera I'm gonna go because I want I want these dudes to you know get seen like I just saw some amazing skateboarding and no one captured it so I uh I begged and pleaded and worked weird jobs and <laughs> like figured out like how to save my money and I got a refurbished VX1000 nice that's solid yeah and so and then I talked to uh the the guys that run NC Board Shop in Los Gatos and they were like, let us help you. Like, you want to make a video? And I was like, okay. They're like, okay, well, we want to help build the scene. You know, like, we want it, We want the scene to grow. So we will help you. And so they, they ended up buying me a, a lens. And they were just like, yeah, just make a video. Like, we want to produce it if we can. And I was like, okay, cool. So we would have, like, you know, they had a skate team. And it was, like, it was kind of stacked with some a lot of those dudes that were ripping around San Jose, so... Yeah, heavy we crew. Like, yeah, yeah, like, we were just like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a video, who wants in? And it, it wasn't, like, just their team, it wasn't, it was just like, who wants in? Like, let's do it. And some people kind of, like, were like, I'm in, and then some people kind of were like, I don't want to be a part of that, and like, cool, like, so, we just, like, got this crew together, and we were just filming a lot, and that, that became, well, at the time, like, I think in that era of filming for that video, I moved into, I moved out of uh, wherever the hell I was living. Like I was, I, my mom kicked me out because I had problems with my stepdad at the time. Yeah. And uh, I lived like kind of all over. I lived a lot of cabs. I lived a lot, like I couch surfed a lot. And then nice. eventually like uh, Mark Johnson and Jerry Sue, wait, no, no, it was Mark Johnson and Louie were like trying to get a place. And I was like, I want in. And then we ended up getting a place called the Tantau. And that was like on the outskirts of San Jose. And that became like, that was my first, my first place where I paid rent. And that was just like, you know, it was a bunch of skateboarders. And that's where I, we like just partied. We <laughs> turned it, we, we did, we set it off. And like, we would just call it like, you know, like we would go skate all day. And then when we'd come back, we're like, you know, like let's tilt, let's tilt some beers back. Let's tilt some, you know, like and then it became like let's, let's tilt mode, you know, tilt mode, like, and then that was like the crew, like that became the name of the crew, and like that kind of evolved into like you know we would just say like dude, like when we were you know like drunk we'd call it you know like tilt mode and full tilt mode. So what's that? Full tilt mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just like it was like it was mainly like based on having fun like when we were having a lot of fun and just wiling out like that was tilt mode it was some sick footage yeah, yeah i mean it was like it was such fun times like it's crazy like when i think back it was like so fun but like it was crazy because like it, like my memories of it i had so much fun but i was also super depressed at the time so it was like <laughs> you know like heavy drinking and like just fucking like being miserable but loving skateboarding and yeah but it was fun like i think back about it think back on it and like just like you know like i like in that house in, in the town town i lived with you know like jerry lived there for a while and jerry sue lived there for a while and um all these these uh people from guam moved in and lived in the house in the house for a little while that was so i met 
all these people that were from Guam. We call, I call them the Guam refugees, even though they're <laughs> refugees. They'd always get pissed at me, but that was fun. Like, Chris Avery lived there for a while. Like, um, yeah, Mark and MJ just, you know, like, he kind of sponsored the house. Like, he had this, there was this pantry, and he just stocked it full of product. Like, he would get boxes and just throw it in there, and we could just go in there and get, you know, like, America Mark Johnson's, like, samples that never were Damn. released in stores. And, Such a sick shoe, too. Yeah, man, he really, like, Mark was, like, he took care of everybody, like, and he really, he really, like, took everyone under his wing and was like, let's, you know, like, let's skate, let's do, let's do some shit, like, he wanted to do, be productive, and, yeah, you know, and he was fun to party with then, and, you know, <laughs> it, so... So yeah, that's that's where the Tilma thing came from, and like, there was a clip at the end of the video that was one of like Mark would just be like, you know, he would grab the camera and point it at himself and dress up all weird, and do all this <laughs> funny shit, and there was a clip where he was like zipping up the zipper in the bathroom, and you could see like you know the reflection in the mirror like multiple times, so there was like an army of him. Yeah. And that's so that's so what that's where the Tilma army was deemed. I remember the clip. clip. I remember yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had like this, this uh, you know, this wig far back on his head, so it looked like he was like some super receding <laughs> long hair mullet. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that was a character. Yeah, those videos are amazing. I had nothing. We had winters here, you know, so we just like watch these videos come out, and they're just so fun. <laughs> yeah, East Coast winter is totally different than than West Coast winter. Yeah, <laughs> I lived in California. You got a skate park, though. That's awesome. Yeah, we have an indoor park. It's uh, the Edge Indoor Skate Park, and it's like a clutch in the winter. I live like 10 minutes from the skate park. It's you sick, man. real heavy snow, huh? Yeah, we get a couple months where we get hammered, So, you, but you got the park, you know? And it's kind of sick, though, because the park's massive, so it's a big skate park, so it can fit like a big, a lot of people, so there's always so, so many different crews. I'm in New England, too, so we're you got all these different states. People are coming in different styles, different, like, crews and everything. It's sick to see the blending of it all, you know? I bet. It's weird to have, like, seasons, you know? I lived in Cali for, like, two years, and it was, like, Groundhog's Day after a little bit. I was, like, kind of, you get used to the weather being good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the opposite here, it's, like, you get, winter can cause depression, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I lived in Colorado for, when I was a li real little guy. My dad moved us all out to Colorado, and I, I got to experience what heavy snow was like. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, like there was, I remember it was like negative 20 for a while, and I was just like, wow, this is <laughs> coming from California as a little kid, going like, my dad flipped his car in, in our driveway, no, like, really. just cruising down, like, slid on ice, and like, rolled it into a ditch, and I'm just like, where did he move us to? It's <laughs> <This is> crazy. <laughs> Yeah. We live like we live like a mile outside of this little tiny town called Craig, Colorado. Nice. And yeah, I just like there was nothing to do. Like we would just take off and just go. Like me and my brother would just take off and just walk for days and like jump on a horse and ride it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Find a camper and just go in it and hang out. Like just like the most random shit. But I love it. Like thinking back, like that was like what being a kid was about. Just like yeah. taking off. <laughs> We were watching a video the other day of some dudes that were on a boat, and they're like, what did they pull up next to? Something swimming? Oh, a moose. Yeah, a moose. Yeah, they jump on a moose's back. Yeah, they jump <laughs> off the boat, and they fully sent it onto the moose, and he, like, rides a moose. <laughs> like, the moose was swimming? Yeah, yeah, he just hitched a ride on the back of a moose. He pulled it off. It was a fucking miracle. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 
You should make a graphic out of the swimming moose. Yeah, right? <laughs> For sure. That sounds so dangerous. All I need is a, is a moose. <laughs> Just to ride a moose. That's a dream. <laughs> that would be life hammer right there. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, so we have the skate park, and it's sick because, like, everybody comes here in the winters. And we do all these events, too, which is really fun. So, like, we the, the crew, you see everything growing, you know, like, more people showing up, and it's sick to be doing it for years, you know? Been doing our skateboard contest here for, like, I think it's our fourth year. So, sick. The, uh, New Eng- we do a New England what? Am. New England Am, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Is, is it, is the East Coast, like, is, where you live, is it still, like, because I remember when I was a kid, people would drive, like, Frank Gerber would, Frank Gerber and um, John Klein would drive out to, from the East Coast to, to California, like, on a whim. Yeah, and, sick. Like, and, like, that was weird to me because, like, in California, I would just stay in California for the most part <laughs> back then. But then, like, they would tell us, like, oh, no, we would drive, we would drive like, eight hours to go to a skate park just for the night and yeah. then come home. And so I was like, that really opened my eyes. Is it still like that? Like, people will drive, like, for days just to get to the park? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's sick. People flew in for it, too, which is pretty cool. People came out from California, and then we do that. We, like, this summer, we did nothing. Like, we went seven hours into Maine yeah. for, like, a Robstock, for Low Cards Robstock, and just camped oh, was out. incredible? Yeah, we just camped out and fucking... Insanity. Yeah, it was chaos. His ramps and the decaying house and stuff. It's, it's like Dude, his... Uh, that seems like such an epic thing to go to, like... Yeah, it was I like... Seen, you know, like, I've seen, like, Instagram clips and stuff, like, of it, and it just looks so incredible. Yeah, it was sick, because we went up there, and they had uh, this house, and uh, they had the ramps in there, it's all sketchy, everyone's camping everywhere, and then we also hit um, South Portland Skate Park, which is super good, so we got to hit that and skate and film, made an edit, and then uh, it's seven hours there and seven hours back, so 14 hours. But we just barged wow. it. It was sick. Robstock is Robstock is at Rob's parents' house. It's like I believe it's his parents' house, but it's like just this is childhood home. Yeah, it's childhood home, but it's like decaying into the earth. It's abandoned basically. now. Yeah. Oh, it's just just the property with like an old shack on it. Yeah, well, exactly. it's like a house. It's a house just that's decaying. Like you can go in. It. They built up ramps against the house and stuff, and they're skating the house at this point. <laughs> Dude, that looks so fun. And everyone just camps out, and it's pretty chaos. How many people went? Oh, man. It felt like 100, 200 people, right? Yeah, definitely like 200. Yeah, it was heavy. Maybe. I've been twice now, and each time it was like... The first year seemed like a little more. I was like, I can't believe this many people showed up, and it's just like cars down... We we parked like a mile down the road and camped the first year. <laughs> Where's the, how, how far away is the closest neighbor? Oh, man. I don't know. You have to drive a little bit. It's not too far, though. There's like a town. We They're all... They all thought we were blueberry pickers. For some reason, skateboarders, they thought we were in there to make money and pick blueberries. Cool. Yeah, that shit looks amazing. I want to go to that. Yeah, it was sick. I fucking ate a lobster and some clams. The clams made me throw up. Fucking Kevin, the intern, he forgot the top of the tent, and the tank got flooded, so we just slept in the van. Yeah, it was raining, but it didn't slow anyone down. The van was nice, though. It was, like, cushy. Damn, there used to be, like, a... Because that's like, like Skateboard Burning Man on the East Coast, it sounds like. Yeah, they sort of. <laughs> Dude, yeah, there should be, somebody should be like making a documentary on Robstock. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. This last year was pretty intense. We met with this dude, the first dude we seen when we first got to to Robstock, basically, was this dude that was swimming, and he had at least five different incisions that were like two inches long, 
he had like with stitches. He had like fifty stitches and counting. And he came out of the lake holding a beer, swimming, almost drowning. And like that was my first interaction. <laughs> we got there. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Like what for, were the incisions from? He just broke his arm multiple yeah, he times. He surgery like eight days before that. He's just sending it fully all the time. Tilt mode to wow. the max. To the max. Fully. That's way past tilt mode. <laughs> <laughs> tilt mode's just like a light tilt, right? Well, tilt mode's like, yeah, probably like just like, you know, just skating all day, then just sitting on your couch screaming at each other and laughing. Yeah. I don't know. This was like... Breaking your arm and... <laughs> jumping in a lake and shit. Yeah, he that was... seems a little bit more... It was reckless. To say the least. Well, that, that sounds like a memorable experience. Though. Yeah, that was just this year. Last year was fine. We got in without that. He was ended up being kind of normal towards our the end of inter- our interaction, though. He was, like, kind of chilling out, but I was like, dude, you should probably not be in the lake swimming. <laughs> yeah, you could get some weird infections. I was like, yeah, you need some rest. Energy comes from from rest, my friend. <laughs> Should have offered him some of your clams. Yeah, no, the clams made me throw up. <laughs> I was, like, pacing up and down the road because I was like, I shouldn't have ate those. <laughs> and I was too high. I definitely smoked a lot of weed, so I was like, I just threw up. Made me feel better. <laughs> yeah, you're a big stoner, huh? Uh, kind of, sort of. Depends, like, what I'm doing. I like to smoke weed in podcasts sometimes. Do you, do you smoke and skate? Sometimes, yeah, I like to. Not all the times. I try to balance it out. I'm big about trying to find balance, so, like, I'll try to do everything equally. Sometimes I, like, am just sober. Sometimes I, you know, I switch it up. But I like the weed. You look stoned right now. I'm high as shit. I like it. (laughs) I like it, like, like, um, if I was going to go have a session right now by myself or with my friends, I would just go get high and skate. It would be nice, you know? It's good for the um, arthritis and my fucking inflammation in my knee, you know? Yeah, yeah. It helps, and it's not like... It's something I can hand and handle and manage, you know what I mean? Yeah. I used, to, I used to smoke weed. Like, I wasn't, like, power fader. I had a lot of friends that were, like, gnarly. Like, they would they would just pack these bowls and put, like, keef all over it, and it'd be purple, whatever. <laughs> they'd be like, hit this. And I'd be like, okay, cool. And then I would just pass that on the floor right there like, yeah i wasn't ever really good at it but i used to smoke yeah quite a bit yeah and then one day i had this gnarly like anxiety attack where i was like what am i doing with my life like <laughs> like, like it was like crazy and then yeah it changed it changed smoking weed for me and then ever since then i'm always like like i'll take a little rip off the joint like like barely like and then be like Okay, am I gonna freak out? Okay, I'm not freaking out. Okay, I'm cool. Just chill. Like, yeah. But yeah, that changed everything for me. Like, so I barely ever fuck with weed anymore. I didn't fuck with anything for a while, dude, because my mom was a train wreck. She had a substance abuse problem with everything, pretty much, and like, I was scared off of doing it for a long time. What was her drug of choice? Um, I it's hard to say, but like. I imagine, like, meth or crack or whatever. Like, she was always overboard. Like, I know oh, prescription, prescription too, and, like, you know, like, just struggling, dude. So I, like, always had to be, like, an adult as a child, you know? So I never, like, I was scared. I didn't want to, like, poison anything. And, like, I couldn't manage it, you know? Yeah. Dude, I, had, like, I, got, I got pretty heavy into prescription pills for, for a minute because, like, I really fucked up my back. Yeah. And... I just, you know, like, of course, like, the doctor's like, here you go, here's some Vicodin. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool, that helps. Yeah. And then I would be drinking, and I would be like, oh, this feels awesome, I'm going to take more, and then I would run out, and then I would get 
more pills and yeah and for a while like i was just like like i couldn't function without without like without taking pills like because my back was so fucked up yeah that you know like it never like it never really healed like yeah you almost it's still screwed up you become like dependent on the it's just a like my it like alleviates the pain temporarily but it doesn't actually fix anything you know yeah those those opiates like fucked my nervous system up to where like like i went to all these different doctors like you know like to try and fix my back and none of them could really fix it yeah or any like they were like like i had doctors be like you need surgery you can never skate again like all this shit and then i started going to some weird doctors like some like like weird doctors <laughs> and, like, that was, like, like i would do a bunch of chiropractors and like i would experience like bad chiropractors and good ty- chiropractors yeah and then uh i went to this like my buddy like saw me one day and he's like he's like dude why are you standing so weird like what's up and i'm like oh my back's fucked up i'm having one of those hard days because i totally stopped taking uh drugs like like prescription pills totally like i just one day i was just like this is horrible it's killing me like i'm fucking over it good for you and uh yeah, I don't even take Advil or anything anymore. Yeah, um, I don't either. It scares yeah, me for some reason. Yeah, it scares me. So, but the, the but my, my buddy was like, you should go see this doctor. Like, he fixed me right away. And I was like, you know how it is. Everybody says you should see this doctor. And he's like, like this, this dude's weird. And I'm like, oh, I like weird. <laughs> so I went, like, I went and checked this dude out. And he was like, he kind of reminded me of Crispin Glover. Like, just kind of like nerdy and weird but he like he does chiropractic and like uh like energy whatever like he does shit with crystals and and uh, tuning forks and <laughs> like he did some weird shit like he stuck a balloon up my nose <laughs> did any of it and help this is, this is weird dude i feel like i love telling people this story. <laughs> he was like telling me how how uh my energy is getting blocked in my sinuses. Oh, man. And I was just like, okay. He's like, I want to do this thing. Like, it's had a lot of good effects with PTSD. Um, I think it might help you. And I was like, fuck, if you're going to, if it's going to help me, go for it. And he just took this, like, little thing out, like, this little metal thing and had this white balloon on the end. And he had getting this weird, metal Getting st- weird. Yeah. He had this metal, per- <laughs> like, metal stick. And he's like, I'm going to put this into your nasal cavities. And so you have you have three nasal, nasal cavities on each side. Really? And then yeah, so he shoves he shoves this balloon up into my first the the, the top left uh, cavity, and then how did you he, get talked into that? First of all, I was just like, dude, I'm just like, I'm I'm down. The, I try, uh, I've tried so much weird shit. <laughs> so I was just Good like, for you. Good for you. <laughs> you know, like so he puts this thing up my nose and he inflates it. God and I'm just damn. immediately like, oh, because <laughs> I can feel it like it, it inflates in my inside my head. What and I can f- feel it inflate in my throat. Oh, my God. And like I immediately start choking. My eyes just start watering. And then, and then like it lasts for a second. And then he deflates it. Jesus. And then he does it to the rest, to the to the next five. And like nothing's real. Like it's just like same thing. Like start choking up, eyes water feel it in my throat i just taste like latex or whatever the balloon's made out of <laughs> and then he gets to the last one and he inflates it and i feel like like it's like when he adjusts my back like but it was inside my brain like it went yeah. in my head and then he like deflates it i'm just like oh my god what was that he's like that was the one like that one like that one was blocking all your 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 drainage and your flow and your energies yeah and i was like okay but 
like afterwards like i like i was like like that was like that was so fucking bizarre you know what i mean but like later on that day i was like dude i feel like like i couldn't really put my finger on it but i felt different and i was like i don't know if it was all in my head but like yeah. i was like dude i feel you know i don't know if it was better but just different like and he was like oh yeah your energies are started started flowing and you're having like lymph drainage and whatever and i was like cool like that dude that dude's like does bizarre stuff yeah that sounded crazy that sounded really like a crazy scene <laughs> yeah i told i definitely like i've told people like yo you should go see this doctor and like i've had people like my homegirl she went and saw him and uh he was like oh yeah you're really bad off i want to do this this balloon thing to you and, and she's like i'm out of here <laughs> yeah i'm yeah. never coming back <laughs> I got like but, a. I've been to float tanks. That's like a little weird, I guess. I don't know. If not, yeah, that, I've never tried it. I want it really bad, but I've never done it. Like it sounds really cool. I like it. It's like a big salt bath. You know, you ever do like, you ever so- soak your ankle in salt for like, or take like an yeah. Epsom salt bath, but for like an hour. You know, like and you float and you're like, you're basically floating and you're fucking can adjust your posture and like stretch out and it's like it's a sensory deprivation tank, so it cuts off all your senses. So. You kind of get, like, a recharge when you come out, too. You're, like, you feel like you dump, like, something. I don't know. It's nice. But isn't it supposed to be, like, so you go in inside your own head and, like, think about shit that you can never really think of because you don't have any uh, any stimulation from the outside? Uh, I think it just allows you to have that negative space you need because, like, you don't have any stimulus. It cuts off all your senses, so you, you don't, you're not, like, taking in... It, like data you know because it's like you can't see you can't hear you're floating and it's like you don't even really feel like you're floating because it's heated to like the temperature of your body so you feel like you're in space sort of you know i don't know what that's like well <laughs> <laughs> but, but i thought it was more like a meditate like like you get in there you don't have any you don't feel anything like the temperature's the same and then so you can yeah. like meditate like you get inside your head more than you yeah, I think it lets you unwind, kind of, because when you have, like, when you have none of your senses, all you have is, like, time to, like, process, so the first one, like, for me, was kind of, like, shit came up, and I, like, thought through shit, I started getting high going into them, that was trip, I cried when I got out of one before, dude, for sure. Wow, really? Yeah, like, thought about my mom too much, like, shit like that, or it's, like, fucking, and it's salt water, so don't open your eyes in those things, but if you do it enough, it's, like, you can get, like, uh, clarity of mind, because you you're not being you have no stimulus so you're just kind of out there and your brain can unwind a lot of our shit's in motion you know our thoughts and our actions and how we feel and how we react to things so it like feels like it breaks up that cycle sort of so you can kind of like shut down and then come right back you know for an hour sick i did two hours that was too much came out of the tank i was like oh my god i feel like i had traces after that 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 sounds amazing i gotta try that but for my body like the joints it's just a salt bath that's why i really like it though because like i don't know you know do they do they clean it out like empty it out yeah after each one they like filter it out yeah that could be weird if you're like in the same salt bath as the last person (laughs) yeah that's kind of weird for sure i imagine that's a lot of salt and water right yeah it's like i think it's like 600 pounds of fucking salt it's so buoyant you float you know so it's kind of crazy you can, what do they do? Dump it down the drain afterwards? I think they have a filtration system. They had a whole elaborate thing set up. I gotta go back. I haven't been back in a while. The first time I started, dude, this is a good weird story. First time I went to one, it was just at some lady's house. I like looked it up online, and she like had it in her basement. How sketchy is that? <laughs> I should, like, my buddy told me, like, because like, I was looking into trying it, and then he yeah. was just like, 
he's like, oh, this lady that lives in the mountains has one, and she'll like she'll let you come do it. And he gave me her number, and I'm just like, I'm not fucking. Doing that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that guy that did it. <laughs> cool. I should. I wish I would have done it. <laughs> but now there's like places where you can go and just pay them money, and they have like multiple. Uh, tanks, right? Yeah, it's more like normalized now, I feel, I hope. Like it's... suntan spot or some shit? <laughs> yeah, sort of, I guess. I would like to own one. It would be sick just to have one because then you could do it at your leisure. You could figure out how many days, but... How much are those things? I have no idea. <laughs> like a car? Probably. Like, yeah. I'll just go in the ocean. I just jump in the ocean. I'm like, like, we just jumped in the ocean the other day. It was cold as shit, but it was so good. And I never really... Like, I don't even How really go in the ocean. the ocean. Uh, we went to Rhode Island, so we were like an it was like an hour away. Just drove like an hour and met up, and then just jumped in. So we're not that close. There's closer oceans, I guess, but <laughs> shorelines. <laughs> There's no warm oceans near you, though. Nah, I mean they're not bad right now. I got in. I'm just I'm like a cat dude because I don't go in the ocean enough, but I should. I love the ocean just for the salt again, like floating around and shit. You're like a cat. Sort of like I can't I don't I can't swim that good and I like fucking it's freezing I like it fucking tense. Actually, the other day I actually got comfortable in that shit. It's so cold. Other people are like it's fine. Conrad was chilling, right? Yeah, dude. He surfs. Conrad surfs, so he's like him. That water's like nothing. That was probably warm to him, you know. Like I'm a surfers. Surfers are gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Especially Conrad. He's got like an extra layer, so he kind of is like buoyant. (laughs) You know what I mean? You ever surf? Uh, he's, he actually took me and my lady surfing, like, on, uh, we, he gave us lessons. It was pretty sick. He actually got us yeah. up and going on the longboard. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I, I surfed in Hawaii, like, on a longboard. Like, I stood up and was going, and like, this, this is when I was a little kid. I'm like, this is cool, and I just kind of dove off, because <laughs> I was just borrowing it for a run, but I was just like, that was my, my whole surfing experience, and, but, like, in, like, I used to live, like, half an hour from Santa Cruz, and. I was like, dude, it's too cold there. Like, I couldn't hang. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same when it comes to the ocean. I'm like, it's fucking cold, you know? Yeah, take me to a tropical place where it's nice and warm, and, you know, if there's a shark, I can see it and get the hell out of the water. Yeah, we did that, too. We went to Puerto Rico. He actually, Conrad invited me on a trip with some surfers, and I was like a skate rat just on a fucking surfer trip. But they skated, too, which was sick. That sounds like fun. And we went to, like, beach to beach to beach, and it was, like, perfect temperature, and it was tropical and, like, fucking chilling. That was sick. That was, like, being a float tank for the whole weekend, because you're just... I was laying on the beach, you know? <laughs> Dude, I imagine being on a surf trip would be, like, the funnest thing ever. It was sketchy, though. They were, like, wanting to climb up shit, and, like, these sketchy rocks trying to get in and out of the ocean and stuff, and I could... Like, I'm just out there hanging, you know? <laughs> trying. Yeah, I, just want, I just want some beach and... <laughs> Water to push me up onto the beach and chill. Those dudes would, like, fucking be out there and just shred the waves the whole time, and then they'd come in and they'd just be like, ah, could have been better. <laughs> and then you yeah, just kept going. I've seen going. people in Santa Cruz, like, jump off the cliff, like, into into the water, and I'm just like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. And then, yeah, and then it's just, like, just the waves are smashing against rocks, and, like, it's crazy. Surfing is so awesome. I just, yeah. I just, <laughs> take me to a tropical island and I'll get into it. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> what are you up, so what are you up to nowadays? Let's move forward in time. Okay, so nowadays, so two years ago I moved out of San Jose. Like I moved my family. I got I got a wife and two kids. Nice, that's awesome. I was just like, thanks. I just, I just didn't want to raise my kids in 
San Jose anymore. San Jose is getting too crazy. Like, you know, like, like, like I said, I lived in Colorado when I was a kid and, you know, like I would just leave my house and just have countryside just to walk around. And That's it. Yeah. So I wanted that for my kids. So, um, we moved, uh, about two and a half hours north from where I lived in San Jose, up, up past Sacramento into the mountain, like right at the beginning of the mountains. Sounds safe. So, it's such a so it was such a great move for all of us. Um, uh, at the time, I had a, a a job that I was able to work remote. I worked for this uh, this USA clothing brand called Deviant, nice. and they were really cool. And like they're like, yeah, you could move. And so I moved my family up here. So I was really blessed that I had the job at the time because it helped me get this house. And so moved up moved up here. Um, eventually, like they let me go from that job. Um, that that brand's still around. The homie uh, runs it out of uh, Truckee, which isn't too far from me. It's about an about a hour from up north. Nice. Um, but since then, I've just been like freelancing jobs that I can get. Uh, I worked for a... I did did like a small job for this this uh, grow house company. That's like the they're like the BMW of of grow houses, like nice. white deprivation. Like you could push a button and this entire grow house just like it's called a grow tech. Oh, uh, the homie from uh, there's a shop up here called Good Times, and I knew I know this dude that one of the own, one of the owners like he started working for a grow tech, and he like you know like he gave me like I did some did some digital media work for him. That's right. And, but that company is awesome. Um, yeah, but, but my point is that, yeah, I've just been doing, like, freelance stuff around here so when I can find it. Um, but what, what uh, one of the things that I ended up doing was, like, I reached out to one of my buddies, uh, Ryan, that he's like, I know him from skateboarding. He's like, he's like the homie. And I was telling him about this idea that I had. I was like, I was like, why is there no, uh, you know, place for, for skateboard brands to, you know, come together and, and sell their shit like under one hub. And he was just like, he's like, well, it's crazy that you're, you're bringing this to me because I'm actually working on that. And I was like, you know, like, so we were kind of on the same page and we put our ideas together and he's a, uh, he's a computer programmer. He's like a, you know, like super, uh, coder nerd. Nice. He's awesome, dude. He rips. He's got like such. He's like the, one of those dudes that like has like you know a handful of tricks, and he does them with the best style. And so he's yeah. like, dude, this dude's awesome. <laughs> but uh, he, so he was like, okay, like we we got into bed together about that project, and he's like, let me let me start building it, or let, he's already started, but he's like, we we combined our brains, and he's like, let me let me go to town on this this uh, project. And then um, he came back at me, and he's like, okay, it's ready to go. And I was like, you know, like, like kind of hit me out of nowhere. I was like, what? Like, he's like, so do your thing. And so my end of the bargain was, like, he's building it. He's the tech guy. And, like, since I kind of have some relationships in skateboarding and from whatever, from working in the past, like, he's like, you know, like, I'm supposed to go and populate this, this marketplace with brands. So... I put on the salesman hat, and it's called Cellar Door. Nice. It's the, the cellardoor.com. We just got it going live just enough to, like, we haven't done, like, a hard launch or anything, but we, we put it live to populate brands on it. 
So I've been reaching out to all these brands that, you know, like I reached out to a lot of them that I was just like, at first I was like, these are the, these are the sick brands that I think that would be really fitting on here. And I got a lot of like pussyfooting, like, yo, this is sick. Like, yeah, I'll get on it. And then not very many brands made moves. Um, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start reaching out past my little bubble. And then, so I've been doing like, you know, like, like, you know, just networking, like, Hey, who do you know that works at this brand? Or, you know, like hitting up my friend that works, who do you know that works at this one? Or just DMing on Instagram or, you know, hitting up, uh, hitting up someone that works at, uh, you know, like a shop that knows, knows people just like kind of reaching out any way I can and just like trying to explain what we're doing. And that's basically just, you know, like we're trying to build a marketplace for, for brands to, to be in this thing together. So the idea is that like, you know, like say like someone starts a small brand and they, you know, they, they have their team, they have their product, they have their, their cool aesthetic, they got it all going and then they start selling and they probably hit a ceiling pretty fast. The idea is that, you know, like you can also, you can, you have your, you know, you, that brand sells through Shopify or Big Cartel on e-com for, you know, like, or, or Shop Envy or whatever, but you can also sell with the seller door and it's a skateboard marketplace. So Big Cartel, like you can build your little site, you can have an e-com on it and then you, you have to bring your customers to your site, which is a hard thing to do yeah. for a lot of brands. So the idea so the idea of doing it through Seller Door is that you put it out there and you're within the skateboard community. You're alongside uh, another brand. So say like, uh, you know, a customer comes online to Seller Door and wants to buy an All I Need board. And then they're like, oh shit, I need grip tape too. Like, oh hey, there's this grip tape company called uh, uh, Spank Grip Tape. Like, I'm going to grab one from them too because yeah. it's in there and then like oh shit there's this wheel like you know what I mean like they'll see all these things that you know like most of these brands aren't in a lot of shops like I go to like a lot of the shops that I've gone to like that my friends run or whatever they kind of carry like the a couple you know a couple big brands and a couple local brands and then that's it yeah. where we're trying to like bring all of those brands like to one spot and like it, but, like my my side of the idea came from when I was like freelancing and I was just like, well, I was doing all these jobs outside of skateboarding and I was like, I want to do some stuff in skateboarding. I love skateboarding. Um, and what, what made me love it was, well, I love skateboarding because it was fucking awesome. But <laughs> the reason I picked up a camera and like, I liked that aspect. I wasn't really big on being a videographer or a cinematographer. I was big on what that camera gave me the power to help these guys like achieve their goals yeah you know like i could point this camera at this dude and then get his footage together and help him get sponsored and help him achieve his goal of being you know like sponsored amateur or help this dude that's pro and help him achieve his goal of you know putting out this video part and getting a shoe or or buying a house or whatever his goals are like i like i really like that aspect of it yeah and so like with that with that mindset I was I was like I want to put that like I want to be able to take it to the next level and maybe now I can help brands instead of just like you know one skateboard I can help a brand because I see these brands pop up and they're really awesome they have like great aesthetics they have a rad team they're doing really cool stuff but then they hit their ceiling really quick and 
they're only selling to a couple shops and they're not really able to get like people to their e-commerce. And so I was thinking like, well, if I can get them into this marketplace, then I can help, you know, bring more eyeballs to them and help these brands survive. Yeah. There like, seems I think like it's a really there's cool a thing to help shops survive. Yeah. But who's like, you know, like a lot of these shops, like only order like two boards from a brand or five boards from, from a brand, like, where I want to help them grow their own e-commerce. Like I'm not order, I'm not ordering from these brands. I'm giving them a platform to sell more of their own. Like yeah. so, the money goes straight to the brand, like from a consumer to the brand. Yeah, you're just you're curating it, sort of. Like have people yeah. come in and just like the wave. Yeah, that's sick. That sounds like a cool idea. It sounds like there's space for that online for sure. Because if you go, I hope so. what are, so what are the what's the site right now? If you went to it, what would it, pull it up? Um. I mean, we just we just started like I just started reaching out to brands um, not that long ago, and like there's there's not a whole lot, but slowly people are getting on it. Like all I need just got on it. I'm super stoked on that. Hello, you know, uh, we're, we're working hour, on a slappy hour and Jason. So we're trying to do it with uh, with brands, and we want to get skateboard artists and skateboard photographers we're trying to keep it into like our world of skateboarding yeah you know like we had we had a, an electric skateboard company hit us up and wanted uh, like they applied for it yeah and we we're like sorry you're not you're not part of this world yeah you know like we're being exclusive to this core skateboarding i don't even know is that the, is that what you call our world like people that i'll say like people that that are really doing it like if you're like independent kind of you know I don't know. Is core independent? Like, same thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we're just trying to keep it, like, to, to our world. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so... Because yeah, I've, like... I mean, I've... Electric Skateboarder has no... Electric Skateboard Company has no business being on our platform. Oh, yeah, I know. We are checking out the store right now. Yeah, we're, we're filled it out. We put our boards up there. Yeah, it's so yeah. sick that you're up there. Um, but like, what I was saying was, like... Like, Jason Adams got his art up there. And That's got, sick, I uh, saw that. brand Slappy Hour. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there was all these sales, and we were like, dude, we haven't even launched yet. Like, we, I mean, we haven't done, like, a, we haven't pushed it. Like, I, like, I built the Instagram up a little bit. It's, like, nothing, like 200 followers or something like yeah. that. So it's just kind of getting things going right now, but we're already dealing with, like, you know, like, sales for, for some brands, and that's really cool like like I've been really like I've been talking to you know people that have just started brands and like it's really cool and I'm just like you know like what are your needs how can I help you how can I help you grow and so I've had some communication back and forth with like what the needs are of these you know these micro brands that are just starting and that's been really eye-opening yeah. and it's really eye-opening to see all these brands that I've never even heard of like there's this brand uh, called Lane Brain and I'm like and I think that they're from Arizona and I saw it on Instagram and I was like, Oh, this, you know, like, what's this? This is pretty cool. And I was just like, Oh, my buddy, Nick Farini, you know, like I used to work at Dwindle and Nick rode for uh dark star way back in the day. I remember trips before he's tight. Really good. But he rode for, and I was just like, Oh shit. Like I never even knew that this brand existed. So I hit up Nick and I'm like, you know, like what's up with this brand? Give me the dude's email address. I want to hit him up. And you know, like they're hella cool. And, Oh, it was just weird that I like, like I thought I had a grasp on like all these brands, but like I didn't know they really existed. Yeah. And then, and like their Instagram following is like fifty thousand or something like that. And I'm yeah. just like, dude, they're huge. <laughs> and I never, like, I never really like heard of them. And then, but now they're totally on my radar. 
and they signed up for the the platform and that's really awesome and you know it's cool like i'm just talking to all these these brands that do really awesome stuff and trying to get them involved and i think like together you know like we can really you know grow grow ecom for for all these brands yeah so will there so on the site will there be like a blog on the front is there or is it just a, the actual right now it's just the store there's a there's a blog it's like actually on the home page down at the bottom i did like a little uh, article with a buddy that has he does hand, this this guy my buddy noah from way back in the day he's in the first telephone video mm-hmm. he lives up in oregon and he does uh he does uh handcrafted skateboard decks sick yeah it's super sick and his his brand's called bros movement and so I did a little See. thing on him, and then I did a thing on Todd Bradstreet's graphics. Like, I'm really – like, Todd Bradstreet's, like, my favorite skateboard artist. I like, see the art down. in the back. He's right. He's, his, yeah, his smurfs are right behind me. That's way sick. Those are uh, so dude, sick. I, I, love, I love his humor. <laughs> I love, like, I love all this. Like, dude, his, his graphics are the best. And his brand, Send Help, is so awesome. I really want to get them involved. But, like, I've been, you know, talking with him about getting his art, you know, on there. And Todd's the best. He, he like – I want to see him thrive, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see, like, he deserves to be doing financially, like, well because of all that he's done for skate brands and skateboarding and for what he does for skateboarders. Like, I really think that he deserves to thrive, and if I can help that in any way, that's what I want to do. Yeah, and that the way you help that is by, like, doing, doing that for skateboarding. You have to, like, figure out a way to do that and help it and keep it continuing that's sick to be able to do that though to, or to grow yeah. this place where you can help each other you know yeah strength yeah. strength in like I, I really like i, I miss like I, every once in a while i'll go out and film like i filmed this kid that lives in in the next town over <laughs> it sounds so backwards but <laughs> the next town over like a little homie um he went and like he 180 this this big rail over the or over the rail like down some stairs it was sick like and i'm like ah oh, fuck i miss being able to like you know like he's filming for a shop video the shops uh uh milo and auburn like he's filming for their video and i was just like yeah let me come like i'll i'll you know i'll i'll film you fish and you're the dude making the video ben he's he's he filmed long and i was just like fuck i miss being able just to like you know get into the mix and like like help some help this yeah you know granted I just filmed one clip so it's not like a huge help someone's got to film super, it though he was super hyped <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but like I like I like that aspect of like seeing things come to fruition like watching projects like from an idea come to you know fruition and like you know like watching like because I made like video like full like full length DVD videos and those projects like it's just an idea and then coming to an actual tangible like DVD or VHS or whatever they were in the past. Yeah, yeah. You know, that stuff like it's a lot of work, but that stuff used to stoke me out. So I want to be able to like, you know, do that with brands and like, you know, if I can get, if I can help somebody like, like I'm talking to a couple people about just like, they're like, hey, I want to like do more product or whatever. Like, can you, do you have other avenues than what my norm is? And I've been helping like, I talked to this guy that does, you know, he does screen printing and like this guy does stickers and like I'm trying to just connect dots and whatever. And I really like doing that stuff. Yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah, I do. We do a lot of stuff like that here too. We do like skateboard brand. We have the podcast. Like Kevin's been interning. We have skate teams. We do events. Like, um, it's sick. Yeah, you, man. you sound like you do a lot for your community. That's really cool. Yeah, well, we just. 
it's sick. Everyone just is down for the cause and shredding, and it's just like, I don't know. It's sick to be part of a community of skateboarding. It's fucking insane. The older I get, though, it's like, <laughs> you said it. I don't, Kevin was like, his mom's shop was like one of the first shops uh, that carried all I need when we just made t-shirts. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, it's crazy, man. I've, I've been teaching a lot of skate lessons nowadays because it's sick to see all these, like, there's so many little kids getting into skating. Like, a lot of little girls, too, are, have been coming to my camp, uh, to my skate lessons, and they're just, like, determined and they shred. It's so sick. Oh, dude, there's so many girls that fucking rip now. I know, it's insane, dude. Remember, like, when I was coming, it was, like, Alyssa Steamer, and that was, like, maybe you've seen one one other person somewhere, you know? VHS. Yeah, Alyssa, and, Alyssa like, Steamer still fucking puts it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she was, like, for, like, the only street girl for, like, a long time. I, like, now it's, like, they, there's a whole thing now. It's amazing. It's, like, unbelievable. Dude, I remember, like, with that time machine where she came out and she did, like, all the stairs and then Nolly half cap heel flip. So good. I was, like, what? Dude, so <laughs> sick. She had, like, I don't know if she had, like, the wraps on or, like, that some S on, but, the, like, the puffy shoes, you know, like, the Bobby World, the Excel, probably. Really? I, I think she had shell toes on. Oh, I'm, maybe probably, I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to look it up. <laughs> Sick. That's it's funny. It's funny how your memory and my memory, like, told, like she had wraps on. No, she had shelter. I see her doing it with shelter, but I'm probably wrong. I'm picturing Alyssa in baggy pants. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely baggy pants. <laughs> That's sick, though. Um, and I'm hyped. Uh, I had Kevin working on the page today. We're it's not like fully finished, but we're we're gonna like keep going at it and adjusting it. You know. What page? On on a uh, cellar door. Oh, cool! You're still uh, awesome. Yeah, we just started putting some boards up on there, and Kevin was working on that today, so it was looking pretty oh, sick. Okay. He was pulling oh. it up before, so. You who who is a uh, who's pro on all I need? We have four pros. Myself. Fuck right. What's that? Derek Fukuhara. Yeah, De- yeah, Fukuhara. Derek Fukuhara. Uh, myself. I remember seeing footage of him back. So good, film film plot files. You ever watch film yeah, plot files? Yeah, yeah, so good, dude. Yeah, Derek and I uh, linked up when we rode for World together. Okay. Yeah. And then there's that there's a there's a dude that rode for World from uh, Florida, right? Yeah, Timmy Knuth. Timmy Knuth, he's hella good. He rides for All I Need too. Right. So yeah, like when like because we were all riding for World, and then uh, basically we just like the recession hit, and that was the end of the World program, and then so I just took my savings and I got a job and I took my savings and put it into all I need and then we just started making t-shirts and then eventually boards too fuck dude so much respect that you just you know like didn't give up and just took it and now you have your brand and yeah support all those dudes and yeah and that's fucking cool the work I got was at like a screen printing apparel spot so like they were super cool and they would make all our clothes and like I don't know I gotta learn the about apparel, you know what I mean, and clothes, and just working in a factory, and, like, it's sick, I still work there, like, I, that place is awesome, they make, like, world stuff, and they make all I need stuff, clothes, all their embroidery stuff, screen printed t-shirts. What a perfect job for you to fall into, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's destiny. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got the connection through my friend at the skate park, so I was, like, skateboarding, you know? So you bring, like, you're, they're able to, you're able to do stuff for your own brand, you're able to help them you know, grow yeah. their business, and you can make some money, and dude, that's perfect. Yeah, it's just my time, so like, I just like, move the time around and try to figure out where I can be productive, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, a, managing time management's like a tough one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
it's like a, but yeah, I don't know. I'm always telling people, I'm like, the fastest way to work your way out of, you gotta work your way out of poverty, so you gotta, like, find the toughest job and then just, like, excel at it and, like, work your way out of poverty, you know, like, that's, like, try to do that, you know? (laughs) That's what you gotta do when you're an adult, you gotta work your way out of poverty, you gotta fucking be able to pay your own bills and, like, figure out a hustle, you know, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was when I was doing all these uh, side jobs for random companies, I was just like, you know, I really want to keep doing stuff creatively. Like a lot of a lot of these jobs are just like, you know, like hey, just lay this out, or just you know, like do brand this or whatever. Like they just weren't like re- really that creative. Yeah. I mean, I guess the branding jobs were creative, but like I really missed skateboarding stuff. Like I love skateboarding. I love like working with other skateboarders and. And just, you know, like brainstorming ideas and making things happen. And, and so like, that's, that really like, like, I'm stoked to be working, you know, like, you know, like getting you on the, on the, on the cellar door. Like, that's amazing. And talking to you about, you know, on this podcast, I've never done a podcast before. It's totally weird to me. <laughs> you're really good at, you're really, you're really good at speaking though. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, you're, 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 you're chilling, bro. <laughs> I have this thing where like, like, like. It, it, it plagues me like my fate like say like I just forget things like out of nowhere I'll just be like oh yeah I, and I went to this concert of my favorite singer and then I'll just be like shit who's my favorite singer and then I just can't remember who it is you know what I mean? and I'll just like I'll remember in five minutes and then in five minutes it'll be like cool Neil Diamond I went to a Neil Diamond concert yeah nailed it you know though. what I mean but it just it just like things just like like brain farts all the time like my brain is constantly farting so i'm hoping that i'm not doing that too much on this (laughs) no you're nailing it dude this is you're chilling for sure (laughs) cool keep keep, uh keep fluffing my ego up (laughs) no i do this a lot dude it's like I, i meet people like weekly you know what i mean like it's uh, cool to do this digitally now. It's kind of crazy. Because we had a co- conversation before this. It was like an hour-long conversation. When we talked before, I was so tired because I lifted so many boxes that day. I literally laid on the floor right here and talked to you because I, I was like out of breath the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like str- it was like just crushed it. Yeah, well, this, this was fun. Like, that was like a different... I ex- listen to a lot of podcasts, so it's cool to break my cherry and be on one. Yeah, it's fun, dude. I just started the podcast because, like, people, like, I listened to another one. I listened to, like, a Joe Rogan one, and he was just talking about how if if you had something you wanted to talk about, like, you could start a podcast and just have guests and talk about it and whatever, you know? Like, you could just do that now, and it was affordable, basically. To me, it seemed affordable, so I was like, all right, and then just, like, started doing it, and then I've just, dude, like... I think more people should be doing it. Yeah, it's sick. It's less, it's cool to hear different people's perspectives and stories, and like, there's so many characters in skateboarding. It's insane. I've like, yeah. there's too many guests as well, like, because skateboarding is like an evolving, growing thing, and it's generational now. You know, it's like insane, man. It's crazy to think the depth. Skateboarding has a lot of depth. It does. It does. I talked about. I, I remember like talking. Like, I wanted to. My buddy Halba, he was talking about starting a podcast a while back. And Who's that? Ended up getting, uh, the Screaming Lord Halba. He's from. He's a, he's a main character in the Tomlin Army. Yes, saga. yes. <laughs> but uh, he, he was really like trying to dive into it, and like I was talking to you know like a couple of my friends about like trying to do a podcast just about uh, skateboard stories. Like oh, I went on tour and this happened because like I dude I've heard so many amazing stories like. They're endless. Jerry Sue telling me about like uh, 
they're in the, on the Osiris trip and, you know, they fucking letting off fire extinguishers in the hallway and pulling the, the fire alarm. And like, and I'm just like, dude, this story is incredible. Like, you know, I wanted to do a, like, I wanted to do a, a podcast about just like talking about like stories like that. Yeah. That's but sick. of course never, never got around to it. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta... know, I talked to, I talked to Bobby Pulio every once in a while and dude, when he talks, I'm just like, dude, you should do a podcast. Like he's got so much, he's got like such a opinionated, just way of talking and it's incredible to listen to him listen to him and i'm just like you should have a podcast he's like there's so many people tell me about that but i'm just so opinionated i don't think i should i'm like oh that's why you should <laughs> he's so good dude he's like um his skateboarding is insane i can only imagine you know <laughs> That's sick. You get to talk to him because that's something I've thought about. I, I might even I might have even DM'd him and not heard back. But I'm like, that dude's a legend. Bobby Puglia is insane. Dude, I get I got I got like five of them this morning. I get pocket pocket FaceTime audio in front of him. <laughs> Classic. But he's like he's like riding his bike around and it just my phone just keeps blowing up and I text him I'm like, lock your fucking phone because I'm sick of this. I'm gonna block you, dumbass. And he's just like, haha, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that would be an amazing podcast. You ever heard the one with Bill Burr, where a comedian he just like rants? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, Bill Burr is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, You're like that guy. Oh, you, you brought up you brought up uh, Joe Rogan. Um, I watched. I actually just watched the other day this this video about how Joe Rogan's satanic and he's like his whole thing is like he's trying to push people into doing hallucinogens of DMT and. And mushrooms to talk to, you know, uh, fallen angels, which are demons, and I was just like, this shit's wild. Like, I love that stuff. It's so entertaining. I'll say this. I'll say this. Joe Rogan has a bias towards skateboarders. I've heard him. I don't remember, but he he when I heard him (laughs) speak about us in one time, and I got angry. I was like, he would he doesn't like skateboarders. Like, oh, he's a fucking Satanist for sure, then. <laughs> but I love his show. He's like one of the, it seems to be like one of the, he's like pretty open fucking dude, you know? So, like, it's a good show. And, uh, he, uh, <laughs> but he said that about skateboarding. I was like, that motherfucker. Like, he didn't say anything bad, but it was just like, he, I don't know. He needs to have a skateboarder on his show. Maybe not even. Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> who, who, should, who should that skateboarder be? Oh, God. Who, I don't even care. Whoever, anyone. No, you should care. It should be somebody that could represent skateboarding, like, you know, and talk well. And, yeah, and, a true skateboarder. Make, make Joe, like, not be a Satanist anymore. <laughs> He's definitely not a Satanist. Okay. How could someone think he was a Satanist? I don't know. Just like, I just saw the title, and I was like, what's this about? I'm like, I'll watch it for five minutes. And... I was just like, I want him to have a good time with a skateboarder. That's all. That's all. Skateboarder that I could have a conversation with him and chill and have a good time and represent skateboarding in a good way. That'd be sick, anyone. <laughs> Teach that meathead how to do a kickflip. <laughs> he's got a fucking roundhouse, or he's got some good leg power for sure. <laughs> I bet. Dude, imagine getting kicked by one of those legs. No, dude, hell no. Crazy shit. Yeah, I enjoy his show a lot. He's like pretty honest and open, and uh, it's a good podcast. I catch most of them. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard some. He's a, he's really good at uh, but I don't believe like but getting his ideas out and remembering things like he's yeah. got a memory like a fucking computer. Yeah, but but I like I said, I remember the skateboard thing. I did say something about a skateboarder or something the way he spoke about a skateboarder. I swear to God, I got pissed. I was like, really? He must have never really hung out with a true skateboarder, you know? Dismissed yeah, us. He dismissed us. A YouTube video that's gonna be titled. 
Joe Rogan hates on skateboarders. <laughs> They're perfect. I'll watch that. He should have Ragdoll on. That's who should be his first impression. Dude, what's Ragdoll, dude? I don't know. I wonder. I've always liked Ragdoll because his real name's Anthony, right? I think his first name's Anthony, but he fucking killed it, dude. <laughs> I remember I remember hearing about Ragdoll and being like, I was like, whoa, that's a crazy name. And then I think, uh, who showed me footage of him? He was like launching was down like 20 stairs. bouncing like off the ground into the <laughs> boxes, and I was just like, no shit, this is why he's called Ragdoll. Yeah, yeah. He had like a part where it was pretty gnarly, like just Ragdoll slams and stuff. Didn't he yeah. do the hippie jump too down Lel Toro? He tried it. Oh, he jumped from, like, one board off of it, yeah, onto another board yeah. at the bottom. I don't know if he landed it, though, but that shit was insane. What a dumb move. <laughs> 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 if you're gonna kill yourself, you might as well fucking... Call it Ragdoll. Yeah, do something. Really cool, like. <laughs> but whatever. He's tight. I like it. I like what he does. He's a character. Imagine if he met Joe Rogan. <laughs> He'd have some great stories. I'm sure of it. What's your what are your what's your top favorite podcast? Like, what's the one that you're just like, this is the best podcast I've ever heard? Uh, no, nah, it depends on my mood. Like, I listen to like uh, the Fighter and the Kid too. It's like dick jokes. It's funny. Sometimes it's comedians, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of comedians. I listen to like some philosophy. So like, I listen to Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris, some of that stuff. Um. I don't know, I read a oh, lot. So you get you get pretty heavy with Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris. So those those guys get deep. Yeah, it's a lot of depth in there for sure. But I'm always like, I just like hearing people talk and express ideas, and I like I love that people are exploring ideas and passionate about things and trying to figure things out. And like I, I take it all for face value, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I disagree. Joe Rogan might not like skateboarders, so. <laughs> but like I like a lot of things he says. But like you know, I'm always like questioning the shit too. I just like the move of information is rad to be like always moving and trying. Like I like to try to get better as an individual. I'm trying to, you know, it's hard to improve and like control our moods we were talking about it a little bit earlier with drug abuse and violence like i grew up like around that i was scared of it and now i just try to manage my drugs like and like i'm not gonna lie i like coffee i like nicotine i like sugar i try not to consume too much sugar i like weed i like sobriety too like when i work for other people i just am sober you know because like it's their time and i'm working for them you know yeah, good. when i do my own stuff i can smoke weed if i want you know some days i do some days i don't and like but I don't know. That just comes with trying to be flexible. I like the podcast, too, because, like, I get to meet new people, and we get to discuss ideas, even if they're trivial or we're just talking dick jokes. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool because it keeps you... Dick and fart jokes are fun. Yeah, it's super fun, dude. There's so many people that should do podcasts for sure. I heard Jamie Thomas started one. I haven't listened to it yet, but... Yeah, Thrill of It All. I heard... I listened to Sick title. Sick title. That video was yeah. sick. And I know... Jamie, Jamie's good at talking. Yeah, and I know uh, Tim O'Connor too, which is an amazing concept. Tim O'Connor podcast. Tim O'Connor is funny as fuck. Yeah, right. I don't. I just they don't put out enough stuff to like. It's not like a current. It's not moving all the time, you know. I don't. Yeah, life gets life gets in the way. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's crazy. So, so today today's my like you were talking about sobriety. Today's the first day I drink a beer. I just had I just drank two beers. Nice. Um, Cheers, mate. But Me that's too. the first day I've drinking and. Maybe, maybe a little over a month, me and my wife are doing a parasite cleanse. Nice. That's good. So, I didn't really pass too, too much, but, like, the idea is that you have, you know, like, everyone has parasites and you have to cleanse them out every once in a while so they don't 
wreak havoc in your body. So we take these uh, wormwood and black walnut uh, herbs and it just kills, supposed to kill all these parasites, but you're supposed to cut down, you're supposed to get rid of, like, you know, cut down sugar and carbs and alcohol while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard uh, that, too. It's coming, like, we're just finishing it, so. How do you feel? Yeah, I, you know, like, it gave me some headaches at first, and I have a hard time sleeping. Like, my, my sleep is way more interrupted easily now, but that's usually because, like, parasites tend to get a little bit more active at night. And so since, you know, those things are supposed to kill it off, like it kind of interrupts your sleep. But overall, I don't feel too bad. But the next thing is uh, doing a colon cleanse. Oh, going for it. Yeah, like like, like I'm always trying, like I want to feel better. Like I'm sick of feeling like shit. Like I abused my body for so long, like, you know, like drugs and, you know, like prescription shit and, and drink. I used to drink a lot. Like I was super depressed and that really took its toll on my body. And, you know, now I'm a dad. I don't want to. Like, I want to be able to stick around and be a dad for a long time, and I still want to be able to skate. Yeah. Yeah, that takes balance. That takes control and discipline and focus and vision, and you got to be optimistic, and you got to really, like, want to do it, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't set those, if you don't, like, like make those decisions, like, I want to be a father for a long time. I want to be a skateboarder for a long time. I want to be healthy for a long time. Like, if you don't make those decisions, they just kind of, like, you know, waver in the wind and, and you have to make those decisions and then do things to, to follow through on those, those goals of being, you know, healthy or being a skateboarder. Yeah. Like, like I see people that like my friends that have skated for a long time and they just like still drink, some of them fucking still rip and they're like, you know, like late thirties and still drinking like crazy and can still rip. But some people, some of them can't, you know, like some of them are just like, fuck, I'm too fucked up to skate anymore. Yeah, you know, and like, I'm like, make a goal to be healthy, and make a goal to be a skateboarder, and and then figure out ways to achieve that. And yeah, you know, everyone does their own, follows their own path. So it takes time. I mean, you know, we have like self, you know, we don't always have the best habits. You know, it's like there's so many pits to fall in, especially in America. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so How old are you? I'm 35. I had to think 35. about it for a half a second. I remember, like, I I think it was like. Like, granted, I was probably drinking pretty heavy then, but 33 to 35 was, like, when I was having the most fun on my skateboard. Sick. That's good to know. <laughs> like, I, I was, like, you know, like, still filming for videos and still filming videos and still, like, trying to go for it. Yeah. You know, and then, and then like, but then, like, in and out of back problems, you know, like, so when my back problems come up, I'm like, I can't skate anymore. Like, yeah. I, have, I have, like, three bulging discs and two two fractured vertebrae and was it from a success fucked up what was it from a single slam no not necessarily like no one really knows like my coccyx maybe like my coccyx is fused at a a introverted angle like it's like kind of pushed into my body i think so that might have fallen on my tail tailbone when i was young and then when it fused together usually they they fuse at like 25 ish okay and so mine fused at a wrong angle and I think that might have like made my body posture a little off and then I have a weird hip anomaly where my hip moves weird and whatever so but yeah like eventually like my back problems like really caught up with me yeah but like so I do all these things to try and like alleviate some of that you know back problems and that weird doctor that I was talking about earlier he's the he's the only one that's like really gotten me like skateboarding again so 
Try, so, try. Thank, thank you, Doctor Lin. Yeah, that's dope. Try, try a float tank just because you'll be able to float for an hour and salt. It'll be fucking sick. You might be able to like settle, find your posture or whatever it is. You know. Yeah, I'm down to try it. It's sick to be suspended for an hour just floating around. Like, sometimes if you just, like, bounce off, you bounce off the side if you, like, push off, but you can, like, balance it out and stay in the middle of the tank and just float, like, fully extended. Sometimes I just does your, go... Does your mind wander, like, crazy? Like, does it just go, like, places that it usually doesn't? Well, so, like I was saying before, like, I think a lot of our inertia life and just living life, you get these, like, we're telling stories and narratives and you're, everything's being in and pushed at you and you're just, like... You have all this thought going on at all the time. So when you get in the tank, what it does, the first one, it just kind of was like a lot of thoughts at first, you know, because I had silence and no senses. So, like, my thoughts just went wild. But, like, you float for an hour, and that was, like, intense. Like, felt kind of crazy, you know. I felt like I was in outer space a little bit. My, br- my brain went through all types of, like, just random thoughts for a long time. Like, that's me. I don't know how everyone's wired, but I'm, like, an overthinker, too, like... I'm used to, like, I've had, like, a lot of worry and shit in my life just for my mom and, like, stuff like that that was, like, weighed heavy on me. So, like, I get in there and it's just, like, those thoughts come up and you work through them and then... But once you get through, like, whatever internal, whatever demons you gotta face or whatever it is, your thoughts, and then you fucking just float there, it's nice because you're just off in space and it's just, like, you have no senses. Everything's cut off so your brain can just, like, do whatever it needs to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're always yeah, tuned that's, in. That's we're always cool. tuned in, you know? Like, we're on our phones. We're, like... Or we're doing labor or whatever. It's, like, nice to just float. It's, like, just for that aspect. It'd be sick to go to space if you could go real quick for the day. Like, go up for the day, float around a little bit. <laughs> Dude, pretty soon Elon Musk is going to make that happen. <laughs> so crazy to talk about this ridiculous shit. <laughs> you did ride in this, what was it, a model? No, it wasn't a model. It was, like, a Ford What was that car that he put in space? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's something wild for sure. That's crazy to think too. They're putting whips up there. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Like that's so bonkers. For me though, for me though, I like the float tank once in a while. Like I go in now and I'm like, I've worked through a lot of my issues and like I don't like you know. To me now, I get in there and I can relax in like ten minutes, find how to float around, and then I just think. I let my mind clear and whatever comes up comes up. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's chill. Sometimes it's like playful. Whatever. You know. You just get in there and you float around for an hour and it cuts off all Some your. Some people sin. bug out doing that, huh? Like, yeah, me, me. The first time, <laughs> I told you that I cried in one of those me. things. I cried in one of them for real. I told you that. <laughs> That's good. Like it's good. To, it's good to touch on all those things. Yeah, some of that shit gets buried deep down inside. You don't even know it's there, and it has to come up. You know, and it's like, dude, seriously, we get caught in the inertia of life. Like sometimes you're just like working all the time, or sometimes you're having too much fun all the time, and then you're like trying to balance it out and then that like hour is nice so i i would try it it's sick if you if i were you i'd try one for sure i'm i'm down i gotta find a place and i gotta give it a go yo uh, i remember uh dude i don't know what year it was but like way back like when i when i worked for enjoy so it was probably 2005 ish nice um what was your homie's name um started with sh he was the filmer seamus Seamus, yeah, Seamus sent over, like, I made an um, ad of Chris Avery, um, it was an enjoyed ad, he was filming, holding a beer, <laughs> Yeah, nice. and Seamus sent over, it was, like, basically the same, like, it was, like, a mock-up of you, like, like, holding a beer, and it was, like, because uh, you and Chris look so much alike, Yeah. and it was, like, hit, it was, like, a bird, fake birdhouse ad of <laughs> you, 
as Chris. And I just remember being like, whoa, dude, these dudes look a lot alike. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I always get compared to Nicolas Cage some, well, not always, but I've gotten compared to Nicolas Cage enough in my life that I think it's true. <laughs> oh, dude, you gotta do like a, like a, leave, like leave, what was it, a leave in Las Vegas graphic for yourself? Like yeah, yeah. Some of his face off or whatever. Face off is a perfect movies. one. <laughs> leave in Las Vegas, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely have the chest hair to match Nick Cage for sure. I got some out there. Got some on the shoulder now, too. It's crazy. That's cool. It happens. No, it's funny. It's like, every, the funniest thing is like, it's on my arms. Look at it. <laughs> You're an animal, bro. But it's not up where I need it, bro. It's not up here. <laughs> I've always shaved my head. You got a good shaped head. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I have like these weird, like, I shave my head sometimes, but I have these weird, like, I think they're called furrows or something. Like, I have a couple, like, light furrows in the top of my head, like, nice. like little divots. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I have, you know, I have one right in between my eyes, too, and it makes everyone's like, why are you so piss-looking? I'm like, because I have this, like, frow or furrow, I don't know what it's called, but it just makes me look pissed all the time. You're like, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to live, bro. Exactly. Like, I'm like, I I have people, like, I've had people running into cops, like, while I'm skating, like, cops fucking hate me, they're like, why are you so pissed? And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just chilling, dude. It's just my face, bro. The, you know how I know it's true I look like him slightly is because like usually it's people like I've had it happen a couple times at grocery stores like a nice older lady's like you look like I'm like Nicholas Cage You're like yeah 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 <laughs> it's happened multiple times <laughs> that's cool that's cool I uh, dude I've gotten Dude, I don't believe is it cool though? All, but I've had people tell me I look like Bruce Lee. I'm like, I wish. Fuck, dude, that dude was a stallion. And uh, I went to when I went to Mexico, these dudes were like, Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. What? I'm just like, fuck off. Like, I'm not like, I don't look anything like that, dude. Why'd you Why'd you go to Mexico? Uh, it was just like a bunch, like me and my lady, like went with a bunch of friends. Like it was like couples, like five couples went and just fucking partied and beached it and we did zip lines and what? you know it was awesome where'd you go whereabouts uh somewhere south of the mexican u.s border oh, <laughs> it was somewhere awesome sick yeah i went recently too me and my lady she like won a trip and we gotta go so she invited me i was like hell yeah i'm in dude same thing Fuck, just who else is she gonna invite <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> She, I'm in, dude. So we, she went and we went, did the whole beach thing. It was sick. Yeah, awesome. I want to go back. We always talk about going back. I'm gonna make some money. When I have some money in my bank account, I'm gonna, I gotta take the wife on a honeymoon. Nice. There you go. Married. We still have, We haven't done one yet. It sucks. <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, seven and six. Damn. My daughter's about to be eight. Nice. Did it have they fun? Grow up, did it so crazy. They they grow up so fast. Yeah. Did it have fun? Like every other week, there's a birthday, like one of their birthday parties. <laughs> did they have a phone? No. No, no, no phones yet. We limit. We limit. Like they barely are ever on. Like they can sometimes watch our like something on our phone, but we really limit. To, they don't really watch TV unless it's like shows that we've approved and. You know, I've been, my buddy told me that, he's like, your kids are very uh, sheltered. And I was like, kind of took offense to that at first, but I was like, as they should be, they're fucking kids. Yeah. yeah. I see all these kids that are just like watching, you know, they go to dinner and they're just handed a, a iPad and they just start watching crazy shows that like, yeah. are no, like 
like the Avengers, like the six-year-old watching Avengers, I just don't think it's right. Yeah. But that's just me as a father, you know, like to each his own, like for their, for you and your own kids, but whatever. Yeah. No, it's fun. I just, I never really thought about it, so that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, having kids, like, really changes everything, like, changes, like, how you perceive things. Like, there's, like, a, there's this, this my, my buddy's got this crazy uh, backyard bowl, like, this cement bowl, it's called the Beeble Bowl in Auburn, and, dude, it's so amazing. Like, there's, like, 50-year-old dudes doing, you know, inverts in there and shit, and uh-huh. I'm just, like, I didn't grow up skating that stuff. Like, I'll go and cruise around and do a couple, couple grinds and whatever, but, like, I, I think about it, like, you know, like, I'm scared of this thing. Like, I don't want to get hurt because I need to be around for my family. You know, I don't know how to fall on pads or if I, I put them on and I slammed. I, I, I was like, I'm going to get a helmet and wear pads and skate this thing so I can try harder. And then I, that was when I slammed the hardest in that <laughs> thing. So, nice. like, pads don't help me. Like, I do. But I, I, it's so inspiring watching all those guys skate that shit. Yeah. And, a- and, and girls, like, the... There's some girls that I've seen rip that shit too. It's amazing. It's insane, yeah. Yeah. The the dude, uh, Eric, his wife, she does this uh, really awesome uh, thing for special needs kids. It's called Skate MD. Nice. And and they have uh, they get together all these kids with special needs and they get volunteers and then they they you know like bring them out for a day and show these kids that you know like there's you know you can have fun like you can ride a skateboard and have fun and I did a. a I did a video for them and, you know, like it was amazing watching these kids just like, you know, like kids that can't use their legs, like pushing on their skateboard, yeah. like going over the hip and just like, like their face looking so scared, but like so pumped at the same time and just being thrilled. Like, yeah. it's fucking incredible. Like the, that, that family, like Eric and Drea, they're, they're some amazing people. Yeah, that's insane. They yeah. have a backyard cement bowl. <laughs> like that, yeah. how dedicated is that? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Skateboarding can consume your whole life, dude, especially if you get, if you find, I, I like skateboarding because it helps me find balance, at least for me, like, because it keeps you humble to some degree. I skate a lot, and I definitely have to go at a pace that I can handle, you know, like, it's hard, you know? Usually the people yeah. that are doing well in life, they've usually been skating a lot, too, because they've been using their bodies, and their their hearts are beating, and they're, like, breaking a sweat, and, like, just the exercise alone, you know, just from skating. When someone, when... Oh, yeah. When someone looks sharp on their board, though, that's that's when I know they're usually doing pretty good, for sure. Yeah, it took me, like, when I, when I moved up here, like, it took me, like, like I finally kind of feel like I'm starting to get, like, like that sharpness of, like, I don't have tricks back, but, like, I feel like I can, you know, my buddy that lives down the street, he's got a mini ramp. We all, like, got together and helped build it, and, you know, so now every, like, once or twice a week, depending on the week, whatever, we'll have these old man sessions. And nice. Sometimes the young bucks come and show us up, but... <laughs> That's good. It's, it's, it's fun, and, like... You needed it. You know, it. it's like... Yeah, like, there's, like, so many tricks that, like, I can't... Like, I used to be able to do. Like, I can't do anymore, but it's fun. Like, it's like learning... Learning... It's like starting over, and it's... Yeah. It's fucking rad, but, like... <laughs> My body, my equilibrium just felt so off for so long. Yeah. But I'm finally starting to feel like it's, 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 you know, it's coming back and I can, you know, shred again and have fun with a smile on my face. And I need that. If I don't have that, like, life is totally different. It's, like, not good, like, when I can't skate. Yeah, for sure. That's the worst, definitely. We've been skating on the weekends. We're, we're filming another full length. It's been sick. Dude, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's going to be called Good Eye. We've just been working on it. We've been filming. We're going to go to the weather is like 
shitty, and then we're going to kind of see what everyone has and then judge it from there, where we'll go. But awesome. it's, it's sick to be working on another project. Can you, uh, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you talk, tell me about this video process while I leave and go pee really quick, and then I'll come back and we won't skip the beat? I have a podcast bladder, so you can go do your thing, and I'll banter with Kevin here. That's why do I have it. Kevin. Nice. Do it. I'll be right back. Enjoy your bathroom break. <laughs> All right. Nice. How's it going, Kevin? Solid. Hell yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. What was the last? What did we just do the other night? We were just podcasting, weren't we? Yeah, with Conrad. Oh, that was so sick. <laughs> Dude, climbing in that Wait, ocean. Wait, was that last night? Was it last night? You get lost in space sometimes, right? That was sick, though. <laughs> that water was, was so ago. cold. Got, we got Kevin in, though. You went in, bro. Yeah, against my will. Not too bad, though. Yeah, it was all right. Against your will. No one touched <laughs> you. It was a little sketchy. I had to climb. Oh, shit. I knocked over the sands. Nice. Yeah, I got in that ocean against my fear of sharks. I, dude, I'm afraid of sharks too. But sometimes you gotta get out there, you know. Fuck sharks. Imagine if every time someone got in the water, a shark attacked them. It never yeah. happened. Well, it does happen. I can't say it never. Ha- it definitely <laughs> happened. It has happened. <laughs> it has happened multiple times. I know we were looking and at those we're videos. S- we're sitting in the ocean, and then Conrad starts talking about how there's <laughs> mad sharks popping up in Cape Cod. And he was. And I'm like, you son of a bitch! Is this, like, is this your plan? Get me in the water, and then start talking about sharks? I needed that ocean bath, though, dude. That was like legit. I got in. I had been like, you know what I mean? You're just like, I needed that ocean water. Freezing cold. Yeah. Even the hair feeling nice and grimy. Yeah, getting there. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> nice. Got a cut on the end of one of my toes. This is where this I is can't really life. feel it, but... <laughs> You're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling it yesterday. It feels a little more healed today. Nice. I like the art in the back. He's got some sick boards. He's got that. Those, the, those awesome Smurfs are crushing it. Ripping it. He's got some skateboards too. Yeah, nice. so all I need skateboards are on the home page of the cellar door. For if you there. go to thecellardoor.com and scroll right <laughs> on down. Nice. First thing, more time animal series. Yeah, it's sick to be a part of this dude. Hell yeah. We're checking out the store again. I'm back. What were you guys talking about? We were just... Well, we were shooting the shit before... I don't even remember. Cut red. You are talking oh, shit yeah. about me, weren't you? No, no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you can't wait. I can't wait till you listen to this, dude. What we said about him that whole time. <laughs> no, we were talking about the last podcast I did. Conrad is our, it's our good buddy. He took us out in the ocean. I was telling you about it. <laughs> Oh, was that the surfer dude? Yeah, yeah. Conrad. I started listening. I listened to some of it. He's the man. He's like a really good man. He's he's the homie. So, um, the cellar door. Yeah, we were checking it out. It's sick, man. Ke- Kevin put up the new wartime series, and I like how clean the site looks. I like that backdrop photo too. Go back up. It's easy to navigate. Yeah. Who's that photo right there? Is that Jason? Aaron Jersey Barrier. Yeah, that's Jason Adams. Dude, so sick. I kind of shot that photo. They've been they've been really awesome. Kyle's been, you know, like, he's like, yeah, you can use photos, and he gave us that we wanted to work with Jason, and, you know, like, cause he's fucking, he's the homie, yeah. um, and he's amazing, so, like, he, he got his uh, art stuff on there, and he got Slappy Hour on there, so, and he actually has made some sales doing it. That's so awesome. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and uh, Kyle's awesome, he's been on the show, Kyle's the man. Yeah, yeah, he told, I actually listened to that one a while ago, I don't really remember what he said, but I'm sure he said something. 
Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a long one. It, um, I got he. I went and looked at his store too. He had some of his photos. Yeah, he's got some amazing photos. He's got to get more up there because he's got some really good ones. That Gons one is so tight. Yeah, it's insane. Gons ollieing up a curb. Yeah, it's sick. Dude, was, that's so amazing that like someone can just ollie up a curb and someone can point a camera at it and capture it. And it's just the best. Yeah, it's just sick. It's perfect. Yeah, Kyle's Kyle's a fucking homie. He's he's a he's a new new rad dad. He's got a he's got a little boy. Yeah, I think we were talking about that actually on the last one. That was crazy. Yeah, he'll be a good dad. Yeah, definitely, man. That's sick. Yeah, he's he. It's sick when you like I'm saying. Like usually people are skating and they got they can open up and tell stories and talks and have conversations. Usually doing pretty good, you know. Like all my homies that are doing good. They're like skating and they're like optimistic about stuff and working hard and like. Kyle seemed that way, you know? Yeah, you make a good balance out of everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like trying to find what works, you know? It's not like you, shit, it's it's never going to be perfect, you know? No, that's it's not supposed to be. Yeah, no. It's just trying to manage the highs and the lows and try to balance it and fit, find a way to, like, be content and have shit to work towards, like, things you're inspired about. and want to. You were talking about it earlier, just, like, wanting to work in skateboarding or for skateboarding, you know? Like, doing stuff that helps skateboarding grow and keep it thriving and moving forward and like if skateboarders do that that's pretty sick you know yeah yeah it's awesome and there's yeah. so just, many just ways having projects to, to to focus on and gear towards and like 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 making like a little video of some like whatever like it gives you all these different emotions of you know like how is this going to be perceived like am i working too hard do i need like like it just brings up all these different things and then you get it done and then you're stoked for a second, and then you just move on to the next thing. And yeah. Just find balance. Like, make sure you can handle the load, and you go at a pace that you can handle, and you work with other people that work hard, and you find ways to work together, and it's cool. That's a cool concept, you know? Skateboarders are amazing. That's the thing that I've I found is, like, what it takes to be a skateboarder is, like, it's not how easy. It's, it's really hard, you know? Because I'm at a skate park, and, like, be, don't get me wrong, bikers are gnarly. But they're limited. Bikers are so gnarly. I, I respect the shit out of the bikers, but they're still got their handlebars, so it's a different thing from skating, you know? Yeah. And, and then yeah. there's the scooters, and it's like, that's not even a bike at that point. And then <laughs> you take the handlebars off, and you get to a skateboard, and you have to, like, fully balance. You're not holding on at all, you know? Like, and to actually, like, pay a lot of attention into a skateboard. And, dude, especially the guys we know, they've, they've built full video parts, and you guys built full videos, and, like... You guys created a lot in skateboarding, you know? All that tilt yeah. stuff. Those videos were so sick. All that is, like, culture and collected, you know? I remember, um, like, like back in the day, my buddy, uh, Chris Chris Avery, he went to Japan. Like, this is, like, Chris early, Chris early 2000. And uh, he came back, and he was like, Matt, we, I, I saw Man Down in, <laughs> in a skate shop in Japan. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like... Hey, if I if I didn't do anything with my life, at least like I contributed to that. You know what I mean? Like I got my friends like in that on the on that VHS tape on the other side of the world. Like at least I did that. Yeah, that's why. You know what I mean, like now now I don't think that like that's kind of small potatoes in the grand scheme of life. But you got to get like, there. What's that? You got to get there first. You know. Dude, it was, I was just like, dude, I'm like I, I, I at least did that. With yeah. Like I might have been like I might turn out to be like a pile of shit or whatever that doesn't amount to anything, but at least I amounted to being a part of that project. You put in enough effort and focus and paid enough attention and probably did a lot of work. I'm sure uh, that. Yeah, I'm working. I'm actually like uh, working with this dude. He's printing out, uh, making uh, 
these man down shirts that's just like the cover of the vhs with the with the vhs tape behind it just because like i had a lot of people like yo you should make you should make some tilt mode stuff and i was like uh, okay i guess and i was like oh. and then a couple more people hit me up and i was like i'll make a shirt fuck it whatever nice you know so i'm gonna put that on the cellar door and you know see if people bite on that you know like if, if people are stoked on it then maybe i'll make some more like i wanted i wanted to try and put some like some photos that you know like some amazing photos that kind of capture like that whole vibe of like what we used to do and put those on t-shirts and shit like that yeah that's sick man that's cool you know just for just for fun you know like i sh- i wanted to do it a long time ago and just never did because i was always too busy or doing something like you know but now i'm just like fuck it i'll, I'll get around to it yeah it's... I, I like doing all these you know like it's fun to learn like I used to get t-shirts made like at when I worked at Dwindle, but it was always somebody else doing it. Like now I want to do it myself. Like I want to be able to not have someone tell me what I can and can't do and just like do what I want to do. Like, so, yeah, so it's fun. So we'll see, you know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll turn into something else. Maybe it won't, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you got a good start. It just started. So if people are into it and we're grow it and everyone's skating and contributing, it's sick, man. And drive traffic i'll give you guys some content we create a lot of content with all i need so it'd be sick so, that if you guys would share that that'd be sick fuck yeah, Hell yeah. if there's any if there's any out brand, people starting brands out there and have brands and they're interested in growing their e-commerce this is a plug like you know hit me up and you know let's talk about what you know like what we can do for you on, on the cellar door and hopefully like you know make it so you can be a strong brand. Like I talked, I talked to one of my friends that, you know, like he, he has a, a skateboard brand and he's like, I don't know. I just don't really like, I want to just sell the shops. And I'm like, okay, like, how are you doing? You know, like, how's your business model with just selling to shops? And he's like, Oh, I can barely eat. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm like, okay, well, cool. Like, well, let me help you grow your e-commerce so you can like, you know, eat and maybe do things with your writers and, you know, like, you know, survive. Cause if, you can't if your brand doesn't survive past next year how do you help shops out yeah you know so like let's let's do let's do some stuff to you know like help you be able to grow and then when you're when you can grow you can do more with shops you can do more with your riders you can do more in general yeah maybe like hire a couple more people to help your business grow and you know that's the idea is just like trying to just you know like help help each other grow and you know, help people do more with skateboarding because at the end of the day, if you're, if you're making some, if your brand's making some, you know, like a couple bucks and you can put that towards a video, hey, that's a rad video that wasn't going to be there. Yeah, you know, exactly. If yeah. you didn't, if you didn't make that money. So, yeah, you know, I just want to, I just want to see people doing rad stuff. I do see people doing rad stuff and I want to keep, you know, I want to contribute to that and, you know, help people do more, more coolness. Yeah, definitely. And th- there's people out there that could use the help. So I think it's going to be sick, man. And I'm hyped. Uh, we'll give you, we'll send you some of our stuff as we put it out. We, we're constantly going. We got our YouTube channel, and we obviously we do the podcast, and uh, we create a lot of content. So we'll share it with you. It'll be sick. Yeah, I, dude, I know. I told you this. That fucking that uh, that board with the with the, the Jaws graphic, the Jaws theme graphic. Yeah, crush it. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, crush it like Quint. <laughs> yeah, it's from the Jaws. I saw. Yeah. I saw some company do a. a t-shirt of that whole same like it was like some t-shirt brand yeah that just runs graphics and i was gonna show you i'm like this this dude did a similar t-shirt Hell but this shit's sick dude thank you i appreciate I that love sk- i love seeing art on skateboards like i love it like when people do like like it's a good concept and it's like 
you know, it looks right. It doesn't even have to be amazing art, but if it just all comes together in a good package, like, yeah. that was amazing art, though. Thank you. Killed it yeah, that Peter crushes it. And those guys at Narragansett are awesome, too. They have a market, they that, call it. That's the, the beer, right? Yeah, Narragansett beer. And uh, I had uh, Jim Crooks on one of the earliest podcasts, and he was telling, talking about how he was bringing the brewery back to Rhode Island, and, and they did it. So he was just like, yeah, like, this is what we're doing. He came on my podcast and everything. And so I just kept in touch with him. And then they started this market called Made on Honor Market. And it's just like they pick a bunch of brands and they've just been finding sick venues and everyone comes together and it's just an open market for the day. And they drive traffic through Yelp and get all these connections. And it's so sick just to go out, hang out and stuff. So, like, to have that board, Peter crushed that graphic and it was like, I'm hyped that people it received so well. It's awesome, man. It helps, yeah, you know. Cool. It's cool when things just like come together, and you see all these people doing rad stuff and being a part of it. Yeah, it's sick. And those guys are fucking class act, so it's sick. And they they keep doing that made on honor market. I know there's another one coming up in uh, November, so we're gonna do the next one. Hell yeah, man! Well, thank you. Do we cover? Do we cover it all? Do we do it? Oh, hell no. There's so much more. Good, good. Because I want to have you back on for sure. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. That was super fun. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Hell, yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, actually, before you go, you should just tell everyone the social media and, and the official website again. Okay. Um, so check out thecellardoor.com. That's the, that's the website that we've been talking about and, and it's the it's Instagram the is at the cellar door yeah it's exactly. spelled t-h-e-s-e-l-l-e-r-d-o-o-r nice um if you if you have a brand and want to get involved hit me up my email is matt at the cellar door.com nice um it's just me and brian adams just it's just us two for now we're we're you know skater back skater ran um we hope to keep it that way and just we want to keep doing awesome stuff so hit us up hell yeah thank you homie hey Anthony thanks for having me hope you have a a joyous Friday and a great weekend (laughs) yeah we're gonna have Kevin the intern too hey thanks man sick meeting you alright you too